I hate men. 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 Wait, how many times did I read that? I hate men. Seven, the number of completion. So Megan Fox wrote a book of poetry. Let's talk about it. And I'm sure most of you are already familiar with Megan Fox. She is the actress who's best known for appearing in those Transformers movies or that, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. If you've been following her career, you'll know that there have been some hiccups, including when she was actually kind of canceled or blacklisted from Hollywood for several years for some comments she made about working with Michael Bay. But uh, in the end, those two ended up making up. And so since then, she has like worked again in Hollywood and she still does appear in like movies. But I think it's also safe to say that at this point in her career, Megan Fox is actually better known for her personal life than her actual acting work. Uh, Right now, when Megan Fox is in the headlines, it's usually not because she's promoting some huge movie. It's for some shenanigans she's gotten up to on Instagram, posting scantily clad photos of herself, or because she has broken up once more with her boyfriend, fiance, maybe husband, I don't know, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. I just, I don't mean to sound like a hater here, even though that's probably gonna be the overall vibe of this video. Uh, Megan Fox is one of those women who I feel like has actually kind of gotten, if I could say, a little trashier as she's gotten older, which is usually not how that transformation happens. I mean, yes, Megan Fox has always been known as a bombshell and as a sex symbol, but still she used to be exuding her sexiness on the red carpet with looks like this. Whereas nowadays it's more just through Instagram thirst traps that look like this. And so I guess the takeaway here is that being an it girl just looks very different in the year 2023 than it did in like 2000. 2010, in which case my commentary is never forget what they took from us. But in any case, we can now add to Megan Fox's long list of accomplishments, the fact that she is a published author. That's right. She now has a book of poetry out titled Pretty Boys Are Poisonous. Megan Fox showcases her wicked humor throughout a heartbreaking and dark collection of poetry. Over the course of more than 70 poems, Fox chronicles all the ways in which we fit ourselves into the shape of the ones we love, even if it means losing ourselves in the process. And if you haven't heard of this book, of poems before. Essentially, it very neatly fits into the overall persona that Megan Fox has curated for herself, that being, you know, kind of like edgy and dark, but also sexy. And specifically, according to Fox, at least these poems were at least in part inspired by her experiences going through some very toxic relationships. These poems were written in an attempt to excise the illness that had taken root in me because of my silence. I spent my entire life keeping the secrets of men. My body aches from carrying the weight of their sins. My freedom lives in these pages, and I hope that my words can inspire others to take back their happiness and their identity by using their voice to illuminate what's buried but not forgotten in the darkness. And I almost didn't want to review these poems because, you know, when a work has been inspired by something traumatic that someone has gone through, I don't want to come off as insensitive to that suffering and to that emotional hardship. But at the same time, we review media on this channel. Megan Fox chose to put these poems out there. And even though I I don't want to seem like a jerk, I also very strongly believe that no art, no work is above criticism. And so with that said, let's let's take a look at some of these poems. A lot of them are very short. We're going to read some today. (laughs) Yeah, together we can evaluate Megan Fox's poetry chops. But before we get into that, I do want to let you all know something pretty excited. Uh, The Blind, the true story of the Robertson family. It is the life-changing movie that shocked the Hollywood establishment and shattered theatrical records, I am very excited to say that right now you guys can actually purchase this movie and own it flat 
out on blazetv.com by going to blazetv.com slash the blind and you can get it for only $19.99. It's a great movie with a really inspiring message. And what's cool is that you can actually purchase and watch this film without having to support big tech or Hollywood. And if you're not familiar with the story behind the blind, long before Duck Dynasty, Phil Robertson, who obviously starred in the show, spiraled out of control and nearly lost his marriage, his kids and his life. The blind is their powerful true story of hope and redemption. We talk a lot about bad movies on this show, but if you actually want to watch a good movie while supporting the blades at the same time, well, the blind is your answer. And also really cool, if you get the blind now, we'll also send you a code for 20% off the blind, unashamed, and in the woods merch. So again, you can head on over to blazetv.com slash the blind and watch it right now for only $19.99. Check it out. I just want to say from the start, if you were tuning in expecting me to just rip into Megan Fox's poetry, well, there, there's definitely going to be some of that. But honestly, some of it's actually not that bad. And I guess it's also relevant to say that I am not a poetry connoisseur. Uh, I'm not super into reading poetry. I don't mind it, but I, it's not, you know, one of my main interests. So I guess feel free to shred me in the comments and say that I don't know what I'm talking about, that I wouldn't know good poetry if it hit me in the face. Yeah, aside from that, I think I'll be using a scale of one to five here with one being just terrible, awful, AI can and has written better and five being, I mean, it's not gonna be perfect, but it's like for a Megan Fox poem, I like this. Okay, that's, that's the scale we're using. So first up, we have passion from Latin to suffer, veritas. Yeah, like I said, a lot of these a lot of these are super short. If you're thinking of buying this book and you're like, wow, 70 poems, that's so much. Like, no, it'll probably take you around 30 minutes of that to read all of this. But yeah, I would give this poem a two-star rating uh, because I feel like, and you know what? I said it before, not an expert on poetry, but I prefer poems that aren't also like just definitions. Here we have a classic, uh, I hate men, 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 I hate men. How many times did I read that? I hate men. Seven, the number of completion. Again, one star. Like I get that obviously she's talking about men in her life who have been toxic and abusive toward her, which is not okay. But also that does not excuse misandry. Like if a man has been in a bad relationship and then just starts writing, I hate women everywhere. I don't think we would be applauding it or being like, oh, that's so great that you're opening up and isn't this therapeutic to write? Like, no. So yeah, not a fan of this one. Oh, here, this one's a doozy. You've been fighting me for three hours. Hours, like we're in a game of Mortal Kombat, I start daydreaming of the look on your face when I tell you his D word was so much bigger than yours. Fatality. Uh, I would say one one star. This this one I do not like. And again, it's not necessarily because it's just like it's kind of gross, but it's cheesy. I feel like if the genders were reversed, this would be something that would be mocked as being 4chan-esque. And uh, yeah, not my jam. Maybe the apple was actually a C word and maybe Eve wanted it because Adam was too busy, self-absorbed, and distracted to F her. Maybe the original sin was a man taking a woman for granted. I've always liked serpents. So again, with the religious theme, but you know what? At least here, the imagery is cohesive. And I'm actually on the fence about this one. I'm not sure if it's like a one or two star for me. Let's let, you know what? Split the difference, uh, one and a half stars. If I had a nickel for every time you showed up for me, I would have exactly zero nickels. But I know I've earned a mansion in heaven for all the times I forgave you for calling me a stupid 
C word 70 times seven. This is very specific, uh, obviously referencing a not great relationship. I would give this a two out of five stars. And it's not just because of the vulgarity, because I think there, there can be a place for that in art. It's just, again, it's kind of cliche. Like, oh, if I had a nickel, literally a, a, a saying that you're starting a poem with, so it's not the most original. And it's like, I don't know, maybe it's just me. But when, when I read this, I'm not moved. I'm just kind of uncomfortable. And for anyone who might be thinking, oh, Lauren, your ratings seem very arbitrary. Yeah, that's accurate. If Romeo and Juliet had lived long enough, maybe they too would have gotten to the point where Romeo was so numb to her that he would rather read Twitter in bed than F word. Because there's always tomorrow for that or maybe the next day or the next. I don't know. He's just so busy now. I still imagine she kills herself in the end though. Only he doesn't follow. He just signs up for Raya instead. I would die for you. Oh, JK, LOL. Now I feel like a lot of these are meant to be kind of tongue in cheek and Megan Fox herself has said that she has a pretty dark sense of humor, which is, I don't know, as a poem, do I find this beautiful? Do I find this moving? I have to say not Really? With that said, though, she has at the very least conveyed very clearly how she is feeling. So there's something to be said for that. Three out of five. Next up we have, oh, and by the way, these poems don't have titles. So if I'm not giving titles, it's because there are none. Uh, It doesn't matter how beautiful, loyal, nurturing, sexy, witty, charming, smart, or altruistic you are, he will still take you for granted. Why I wish I was gay. Oh, wait, is that the title? But it's at the end there. I don't know. I would give this a two and a half star rating. I can tell that this was definitely, you know, inspired by a lot of strong feelings. And, uh, you know, I don't want to overlook how she managed to convey that. And I think that little why I wish I was gay part at the end, that's her trying to be funny in this. But honestly, so much of this reads like something you would find on r slash I am 14 and this is very deep. I'm tired of being a supporting actor in everyone else's life while being a featured extra in my own The Stepford Wife. So here, this one, this one I actually think is pretty good. I think this is a feeling that a lot of people can relate to. I I don't know about, I feel like that's not exactly what it means to be a Stepford Wife though. You know what? I'm going to give this a four out of five. And this these are all still super short. And for a lot of these, I feel like they would actually work better as like song lyrics than being described as poetry. But I don't know if Megan Fox is a musician. Overall, oh yeah, this, I, I like this one. I will always be in love with the man that you'll never become. Unrealized potential. Again, if you ask me, that's pretty banging. I feel like it's a universal feeling. The way she's written it, it doesn't sound too cliche or cheesy. Four and a half stars out of five, Megan Fox. Well done. Bravo. And my heart never rests because it does not trust the hand that holds it. Why I have insomnia. See, this one, again, this one I like. I feel like it's kind of on the borderline of emo cheesy, but I don't think it's quite there. Maybe you guys will disagree. Let me know in the comments. Uh, We can just discuss poetry together and be very sophisticated. Not really. It's written by Megan Fox. But I would would give this a four out of five. And I will clarify that I am grading on a curve here. So like a four out of five is like pretty dang good once more, considering this is Megan Fox poetry. I prefer the agonizing psychological abuse of this trauma bond to the prosaic tedium of a regular life. Just please don't actually kill me because then it will be over and I'm addicted to suffering. Martyrdom versus monotony. Honestly, 
This poem impresses me because when I was reading this book of poetry, I kept thinking to myself, I feel like it's obviously terrible that Megan Fox has been in abusive relationships and situations, but also just reading a lot of this poetry, it seems like there was a codependence happening that she was almost feeding off of this same, I guess, dramatic or chaotic energy. And this poem, I feel like, confirms it in a way that is surprisingly introspective. Also, I do find this one beautifully written. So yeah, this is this is a good job. I feel like we're straddling a weird line in this video between like actual legitimate criticism and talking about like bad relationships versus just making fun of content. I'm not a zealot. I didn't come here to die for your sins. You crucify me. Then beg me to be your redeemer, hanging the weight of your salvation around my neck like a noose, leading a lamb to slaughter. I feel like here she's going for a really deep and poignant imagery, but also it doesn't really make sense from like a, a religious standpoint or just a basic analogy standpoint. Like obviously she's comparing herself to Christ. I didn't come here to die for your sins. You crucify me, then beg me to be your redeemer. But she also starts the poem with, I'm not a zealot. Wouldn't the person who's crucifying you be the zealot? Also, I just feel like there's mixed metaphors here. She talks about like being crucified, but then hanging the weight of salvation around my neck like a noose. So is she up on the cross? or is she being hanged? I don't know. I feel like this is just kind of all over the place. And you know what? Let's finish things on a little bit more of a high note. But how will you ever know if I'm smiling when you can't see past your own tears? Manic depressive Peter Pan. I'm going to give this like a solid three and a half stars. Now, obviously those poems are kind of a lot and maybe this was just me not really being into the premise, but a lot of them frankly kind of bled together and didn't really stand out one way or another. But hey, you know what? If you are a Megan Fox fan and you are into poetry and you're really digging an angsty vibe, just like pure angst, uh, maybe this book will be for you. But personally, uh, it just overall wasn't really my thing. Thing. And I feel like I don't really look at this as artwork so much as I do another vehicle for Megan Fox to convince the world that she is edgy and dark. And maybe that's me being overly critical and insensitive to the fact that she was pouring her heart out maybe uh, into these poems, but a, a lot of them just seem very low effort and frankly cringe. Not all of them though but a lot of them. That's basically all I have to say for now though. And as always, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Until next time.